My name is Jake McLean, and you're listening to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Hey there, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. My name is Jake McLean, and I'm your host. On the show, the man, the myth, the legend, Max Sicer, back again for another episode. Live and in digital, I'm yeah. back. Live virtually. Virtually. <laughs> in the VR, uh, VR mode. So uh, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Today was a day, but uh, we will definitely keep that for... Uh, another episode for another episode all right all that's right coming up soon but i'm doing good well yeah. that's good that's yeah i'm good. really good so um for those of you who uh, are unaware uh the bromance has finally been uh we now have a uh, bromance distance relationship yep uh and uh max recently left his position at monmouth and is now at tennessee tennessee wesleyan university in athens tennessee so uh i <clears throat> of course have been talking to max uh very regularly because um we had to <laughs> yeah <honestly. laughs> we really couldn't stop yeah mental health and everything else considered uh yeah, yeah amen so uh our uh my wife your girlfriend just has to put up with it yeah i mean <laughs> that's why we're you know here on the podcast is because yeah. we have to. That's right. But uh, you know, Max, before you left the um before you left Monmouth, you said that we needed to do a where are they now episode about you and your move. And so uh it only took me a couple months to finally get uh, a podcast episode put together for it. But uh, I mean it's I mean it's fine. We we've been we've been busy. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get settled, and you know, yeah. I had to level up in destiny, and right. Uh, and, and you're doing you're you're making progress. I just like to point out that it was like a maybe a month and a half, and I got to level fifty. So on one character, but I, it's still pretty good. I mean, I grinded it out, man. It takes a long time, especially because you're doing all of the story. Yeah, yeah, I did uh, the campaign for my. I just remember the text and you're like, yeah, I'm about to style, start uh, Trials of Osiris. And I was yeah. like, well, uh, have fun. <laughs> it's a terrible DLC. It was yeah. terrible. Well, uh, I knew that you had gotten me pretty good uh, because I like did the whole like season whatever bundle because I oh, got yeah. it like on sale for like 30 bucks. And so I downloaded that Warmind and uh, Trials of Osiris. No. Uh, well, I mean Forsaken. that one too, but Forsaken, Forsaken's yeah. on there too, yeah. Yeah, I just so got to go watch oh, Kate Six die. Yeah, the worst part spoilers. of Osiris, yeah, spoilers. The worst part of Trials of Osiris is it's like the beginning of the DLC. You're like, uh, Osiris is back. Yeah. It's like, oh, sick, let's team up. And it's like at the end, like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> like, I did not pay like 30 to 40 bucks to see you twice and to only have you as voiceover as a part of my ghost for like 95% of this DLC. Like it was a, it was terrible. 
yeah the uh the infinite forest was pretty dope but uh yeah i could have done without all of the other all yeah. of the other stuff when you hype up a main character like osiris and then it's just like two and, appearances it's just like yeah not worth it so yeah um i uh, should tell you in the arena of nerding out on things mm. uh, i com- i completed my uh avengers uh collection and uh now own the digital version of endgame oh okay i forced haley to watch it with me the other day uh and what'd she say well she wasn't uh totally enthused but her mind was on other projects oh you can't really just go, hey, uh, we're going to sit down for a three-hour movie. Uh, <laughs> so no. uh, I went through. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, Has she seen the other ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know if you're just like, hey, let's watch Endgame. And she's like, <laughs> she, hasn't seen the two. she hasn't uh, seen any or, of them. Or any of the other like 20 movies that make up the MCU. Yeah. Oh, man. I told, I told Alyssa that they're coming out with another Spider-Man. She's like, Why? Why do they need another Spider-Man? I was like, I mean, that coin. Why not? <laughs> they need the money. So, uh, have you you've seen Far From Home, right? I haven't. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, I need to. Yeah, I oh haven't seen. God. I haven't seen Far From Home. There's a lot. There's a few movies recently that I've wanted to see, but I just haven't. Like Homecoming was a good like origin story, but you know we've seen Spider-Man origin movies like forever. Sure. Uh, Far From Home was just a really good follow-up to Endgame. Mm. Uh, and it, oh my God, it was so good. I saw plenty of the memes. Yeah, that's, yeah. There was a there was certainly a lot of them. <clears throat> I want, like, I need, like, something in my mouth, you know? Some extra uh, gum. Something extra. But something I don't extra. Wanna, I just don't want to be like... Yeah. I mean, I have, I have some... Uh, zero sweet tea that's right next to me oh you know i should have grabbed some water damn it yeah oh geez i'm just dehydrated <laughs> i'm just over here dehydrated so you're gonna you're gonna go with the gum i'm gonna go bold, with the, i'm gonna go with the gum that's Fuck a bold it. choice i'll cut it in post yeah just cut it in post if people no, i already i already hate it because i can hear myself chewing and then i can't tell if i'm hearing me hearing myself chewing. <laughs> <laughs> on one of my one of the other podcasts I listen to, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a eat, sponsor. Not a sponsor yet, but that'd be awesome. Uh, they eat Smart Sweets, which would be an amazing sponsor. Which is like this low calorie, like uh, Sour Patch Kids. Ooh, I'd be all over that. It's like it's got like low sugar, low carbs uh like low calories and he would literally like open up a bag and just start like chewing on them insanely and so their editor came in and was like chewing sound redacted chewing (laughs) sound redacted (laughs) chewing sound redacted every time that he did it yeah that's um i always uh like if i'm eating or drinking something when i'm recording an episode i usually mute my uh microphone so then it's like a guest says something really important and then it's just like yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah 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 uh, yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah it's like are, are they gone are they still <laughs> yeah uh, hey jake do i still do i do i i don't jake? have you in my headphones jake uh, my levels yeah are they, are they good yeah so uh anyway uh 
<laughs> tell the uh, so tell the listeners a little bit about your uh, new job. What are you doing? Sure. So at Tennessee Wesleyan, we are you going to just start drinking now and having? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm walking to my kitchen right now, but oh my gosh, I'll entertain the the guests as you go and get some water. So at Tennessee Wesleyan, uh, our institution recently received federal dollars from the Title III grant. And essentially what that did was at Tennessee Wesleyan, they were able to hire about five, seven different positions, all focused on student retention. Um, And so my position is a success coach coordinator. And so I oversee success coaches uh, in our Mosher Success Center at our brand new campus center. So it's really cool that I get to be kind of the foundational person to kind of create this program um, from the ground up. And it's been really interesting so far because like Jake and I were on a retention committee for a while um, and I was able to dabble in some of the stuff, but now it's like a full-time basis. Like I am creating training for our staff and I actually have like our first training as a staff this Thursday that I've like spent some time researching. Um, And so we go live this fall with success coaching. Um, And so that's with first time freshmen. Um, Our goal is to reach out to them before they come to us. And so it's taking more of a proactive approach. And there will be students at risk that we meet with and trying to help them either get off some kind of academic warning or academic status that um, may be probation or suspension. And then we'll also be working with students that, you know, maybe some students that are doing fine academically, but maybe struggling personally or don't really have career plans. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, But I would like to just, uh, as a side note uh, to uh, that wonderful story. uh, Yeah, I really really stretched it out for you to get your water bottle. (laughs) You did. And uh, I'll have you know that my headphones uh, stayed with me. They were on my head and I was able to get from my desk to my sink to fill up my cup. Wow. I didn't even hear it. Thank you, Sony. That's that good audio. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> yet. You know, I, uh, but on the real though, I really like the, uh, the part that you said about you having like, this is like the foundational role and like starting all of the new um, kind of initiatives with this position. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's what my role was like with uh, Stockdale Fellows. Oh yeah. I mean, it was just a piece of paper. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, up and took it home. it's pretty much, I mean, of course there are some, some factors that like, I just probably won't have much say to, and you know, right. that's fine, but it's really nice because like looking at the frameworks that we're using and kind of the training itself, my supervisor was pretty much like run with it, like do the research, let's talk. Um, mm-hmm. and like whatever you think may be best and you know I trust you to do the research and so that it's been really cool um, and it's, it's interesting because like I think leading up to like because I started in, on July 1 
Mm -hmm. And I think it was all like the first 30 days was like kind of just getting used to like the institution, getting to know people, building relationships. Right. And I swear when August one hit, like I went from theoretical, like philosophical to like, Oh shit, we have students (laughs) coming. Uh, F the theoretical. Let's get to the practical. Yeah. I love that. Uh, it was yeah that's me every year with stockdale fellows stuff because it's like all right year four we've been planning for this for three years what are we gonna do and then uh we start talking about like career development theory uh and transition stuff and then august one hit and i still have the same shit written on my board i'm like oh no yeah like there's like the coaching method like there was a method that i had found and it was like it was like a complete circle and then it almost had like one component that was a whole nother circle. And I was like, you know what? We're going into year one. I was like, I think it needs to just be overall clear and concise. And this is just getting way too jumbled. So like I cut it out, found a different like kind of graphic that allowed us to like still convey what we're talking about and like what we're aiming to do, but just more in a more relevant kind of newer framework. And so, yeah been definitely ripping off from a lot of other institutions but hey that's um, that's higher ed that's higher ed man (laughs) yeah that's higher ed undergrads can't plagiarize but we can we sure can i mean i gave university of laverne thank you for your service like thanks for your service thank you for uh, allowing me to i mean it was awesome because they literally had a dot doc like manual like that they use and i was like not a PDF. <laughs> Let's kill it. Now you are uh, all uh, moved in and now settled really with uh, with your significant other. Yeah. And I mean, that's where you said last episode you wanted to be. So yeah. uh, tell us how that's been going. It's been really fun. We've, it's been a lot, it's, it's been different, but it's been a, a lot of fun being in the same place. And I say different in that, like, it's just, you get to see that person that you care so much about every single day. And that is something that's just like, there are still times that like we've been out at a restaurant, like even this past weekend, we were at a place and we were in downtown Knoxville and we were just sitting having dinner. And I was like, it is still so weird to think that I live here now. Like, cause we did it for two academic years of living apart. And so like literally just sitting at dinner, like, enjoying a drink and eating like it it was just crazy because there are times where it just it's still so new like it's been a month but it feels so much longer um and we've just we've both really enjoyed the time so yeah it's, it's been uh it's been a little bit different driving every single day to work but i oh, actually yeah, commuting yeah yeah the commute has been a little bit different but it's just I mean, I've gotten to pretty much a good a good rhythm of it, and I get to listen to podcasts, and so that's kind of fun, and that's kind of how I pass my time. And yeah, so and that was one thing that like I didn't really get to do at Monmouth was I like there are all all these podcasts that I want to listen to, and I just wouldn't have the time to do it, or I just right. didn't make the time to do it, and so now I a ton. As a fellow commuter, I um, I really value that time in the car for for a debrief. Yeah, 
And I think you'll feel that uh, if you haven't already, um, but definitely once classes start. Yeah, I, I definitely have already felt it a little bit of just, I definitely think I'll feel it even more when students are back. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been nice to kind of just, it allows me to keep thinking about work, which I know sometimes yeah. you're supposed to just like kind of deconnect, but it like it allows me more time to just kind of think through the process than yep. just getting back home and being flooded with like <laughs> all of the shit, all of it by yeah. myself. Right. So, yeah, well, it's good. I'm happy for you guys. And you know, the, um, I keep telling you guys, uh, if you don't follow Max on any form of social media, uh, you got to see how how freaking adorable uh, my friends are because uh, the acrylic pour, like I'm jealous as hell. Haley and I have uh, walked into Hobby Lobby or like an equivalent kind of store. Uh-huh. Uh, like the last three times I've been like, hey, you want to look into getting acrylic pour materials. Uh-huh. Uh, and so uh, each time it's no because we go on a mission for Halloween decorations. Oh, man. <clears throat> but Halloween decorations are our thing. And so. Uh, before Max and I started recording, um, I told him that uh, I got a thank you gift card to Amazon for being a facilitator um, at a leadership Fagama institute. Delta. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Gamma Delta. Uh, and so uh, now uh, we were thinking about slowing down and not buying as much uh, Halloween decorations, but now, <laughs> now. Just kidding. Yeah. And I found like this like spooky, like uh like forest kind of like backlighting, but we already Ooh. have we already have like good lighting stuff. So I'm trying to figure out what else what else I might need. I'm trying to figure out. I see this giant pumpkin water tower and I'm like, ooh, I need it. I think that's also the thing that's gonna be interesting is like doing holidays will be different this year. Yeah. Uh, like like uh halloween like halloween like we you know last year she did um she just did some things at her place but not you know nothing crazy Uh uh-huh she literally had zero trick-or-treaters but well you know it's because uh honestly like i and i can't stress this enough Mm -hmm. it's because you need to let the people know that they're open to go to your space. That's true. Because um, last year we had very few trick or treaters as well, mm-hmm. and we attributed it to um, just them not knowing that anybody was living in the house. Huh. Because it was our first. Oh yeah. Uh, it was our first Halloween here. So, um, but now I mean we're going all out on the spooky shit and. Um, it's spooky. like i mean halloween's haley's oh yeah and spooky season is here and you it know is. what so am, and so am i <laughs> uh because i don't know i just oh my gosh i just found a crochet magic sorting hat oh man i um i just found it's on etsy oh, final letters that's cool um no but i was uh, gonna say i just found some um cool throw pillows that have like skeleton designs on them um i found we're trying to build a spooky town village okay Um, and so 
I found some stuff for that. And I'd like a copy of the handbook for the recently deceased from Beetlejuice uh, sitting on our bar cart. Oh, man. Uh, I, so. I thought you were going to say like something else, like a handbook or something else. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, it's a handbook of my, my student loan guide, like how to pay off my student loans. Like, that's fucking scary. <laughs> that, no, uh, I'm sorry. That's too realistic, sir. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm finding so many fun things. I got to stop looking. Mm. Otherwise, I'm going to drive myself bonkers. Bonkers. Oh, my God. A spooky town skeleton mariachi band. Oop, that's going in the cart. Hang on. Last one. How much? Seven dollars for that's three of those. It's not bad. Three of those. I just, ugh, just so. It's, a, it's so good looking. It's worth it. I mean, shoot, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, we kept making a joke uh, that you uh, were taking a chance on yourself. Sure. You want? Uh, <laughs> is it really a joke? Uh, how do you feel about that? Oh, I mean, it wasn't really a joke uh, because, um, so, I mean, the... the I was a spit take all over my computer. <laughs> it wasn't a really joke because it was it, a shoot story uh, for the... for the A for, shoot story? Yeah, the professional wrestlers uh, or <laughs> okay. the fans of professional wrestling. A shoot is where it's like you just, you're speaking the truth. So my mm. shoot story is uh, in early April... Um, I was pretty much like dead set. Like, yeah, I'm not coming back next year. Uh, and not many people knew that except for, uh, Jake, um, Alyssa and some people that were, you know, pretty close to me knew that like I was not coming back. And so that was, <laughs> I was listening to TMG and it was so funny because like their first episode uh noel is in the same position and he was like yeah i don't got a job and like that was me um and we joke around but like taking a chance on yourself but like that was pretty much it like i had verbally like stated to folks like i am not going to be here next fall um and it was really tough because I'm trying to remember the timeline because I had been in a like final candidacy for a position that like I was pretty sure like I had rocked. Um, and I was like, you know, like I'm like, I'm feeling really good about this position. Yep. Um, I think that, you know, I have a good shot and it was like, pretty much like it was like the beginning of April like I found out that I did not get the position that I thought like I had completely rocked and it it really took a toll on me because like I did I thought I did everything correct like I had a strong presentation I answered questions well I thought I connected well with staff I thought like you know I had a presentation that I was super nervous about, but like I did a lot of research and had people tell me like, you were in my top three, you researched so well. 
and it just didn't happen. And like, I was just so like, it's not that I had put my eggs in all, like all of my eggs in one basket. It was literally just like, okay. Worked your ass off to get to where it was. Yeah. And so then I, you know, it was like around that time that I had found out and I was like, it was like in that same week, I was like, you know, uh, I just don't think I can continue doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, the position at Monmouth, you know, I, two years, I learned a lot. Um, but it really took a toll on me. Yeah. Um, physically, mentally, and just, just overall, it was just a lot to be in that role. Um, and it was very taxing. Yeah. And so I found, um, and so it was really taxing, but, um, it was like at that time that I was like, okay, I know for sure that this is not what I want to do next. Right. Um, and I pretty much just kind of just put it out there and I was like, I'm not going to be here next year. Um, and pretty much until from like the whole month of April, um, I was like, yep, I am moving to Tennessee. Originally it was, I'm going to try and find a position uh, within an hour and, you know, I'll potentially move somewhere else. Like I had a, I had an interview for a place that was like an hour and a half away, two hours away. Mm -hmm. And then I finally changed my goal to like just moving to Knoxville. And I think once I made that like definitive goal, that's when the things started to get into motion. Yeah. Gotta speak that stuff into the universe. Yeah. And I, I think that was like, it was like kind of redefining. Cause like I was so concerned about like kind of being close, but then I was like, you know, you know, after talking with Alyssa for a while, we were both like, you know what, if, if this is going to happen, um, we've been doing this for two years and then to continue just being like two hours away, it was just almost like, uh, we're just kind of back to the same old thing. Right. And then, uh, she literally found my position that I applied for it at Tennessee Wesleyan and sent it to me. Alyssa did. Yeah, she did. And sent it to me. I was like, you know, I'm not sure if this is what you're interested in or, and I literally looked and I was like, this is perfect. Like, this is exactly what like I want. Um, and so I applied and had a crazy turnaround for an on-campus, like flew out on a Sunday to Tennessee and flew by, flew back to Moline quad cities like the next night. And was short while later short while later got a like literally dead strip dead set we're gonna call you on thursday on thursday i got a call and i was just kind of speechless because it it just i had started applying in november and so it was like this culmination of all the stress and yeah just worry and stuff what am i gonna do about you know, cause then my mom started asking me questions like, so when are you like, what are you going to do for insurance? Where are you going to, you know, health insurance? What about this car payment? And I was just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. I have, I have bills. <laughs> I have bills. 
but I think part of it too, like, and Noel talks about this in, um, like the podcast was like, I started getting to like, I viewed money in such a different way because it was like, well, shoot, like I'm going to need to start doing like lift driving or I could try and do other things. Like I legitimately almost considered streaming like to try and make money Yeah, because I was like, I got to do whatever I can to make money in the interim. Um, yeah. And then literally lucked out into not lucked out but luck is for losers um, <laughs> um, i it was like finally through all of it uh it happened yeah so uh now that you've been through this experience uh you know still settling into the experience too yeah. a little bit uh what advice would you give to uh the listeners I think my, like, it was crazy because I think, again, it was a part of uh, kind of everything that I went through was that, uh, and it's it's funny because at work, they asked me to provide a quote um, because they had, they had these little bios of each of the success coaches. Uh, and the bio that I gave was a Steve Harvey quote, which is, success is not a straight path. Um, there are like success is like a tree branch. There are a lot of different branches that eventually bring you to the same path, but like there's no straight road to success. Um, and I think for me, the longest time, like I had always made my goal to work at UTK. Um, and like, do I see myself working there eventually? Yeah, probably. Um, but Wesleyan is honestly like the best fit for me right now. And that was something that I didn't like, I had been focused on UTK, but when this other opportunity came up, like, instead of just being like, no, like this isn't right. Like it was in turn, like the, the perfect thing because I'm able to gain experience in the air, like the functional area that I want. Um, right. And so I think, it can be hard to not follow the direct path, but it's a part of the journey. It's part of the process. That's right. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think the hard part too is being able to set that goal and to continue to do like if you, if you put it out there and you continue to do your best to try and make that goal happen, it most likely will. Yeah. And that's like, it was from like sitting in my, like laying down in my apartment, watching Facebook videos as I'm trying to go to bed and scrolling through them. Plus the baccalaureate speaker, plus the commencement speaker at Monmouth. And like, they all had like almost the same exact message of there is no straight path like yeah. you're going to have lots of bumps. You're going to fall. You're going to like what you want. You're, you may not get it right away. And so I'm super excited and super happy with like the team dynamic that I have now at Wesleyan. And it's just completely different, but um, in a really great way. 
That's awesome, man. <laughs> I mean, I uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, I uh, despise the fact that you are gone. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I always say, because people uh, have started seeing more regularly my office, Ooh. and front and center is Wait, my cure. Say that again. People have been like seeing my new office, mm. and like a centerpiece of my desk is the Keurig, and right on the Keurig, under the spot that dispenses coffee, is um, sure. my mug. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And for the people who don't know how weird Max and I are, uh, uh-huh. I have uh, I have a mug with his face on it, <laughs> uh, and so uh, I've been carrying the mug around, uh, and people are like, uh, "Nice, uh, nice mug." I'm like, yeah, he's gone, but not forgotten. Uh, and then I just like, <laughs> just give him one of, just like, uh, you know, anyway. Well, I mean, I think it's the same for me because like, I remember like, and I still do very much like the first two weeks, like I'm, I'm very much like, well, that mom with me and Jake did this. <laughs> <laughs> and so like. Um, me and my friend p- played Rummy 500 at lunch. Yeah. Like, well my best friend Jake and I would do this at Monmouth and we had lots of fun. <laughs> and I like literally had to be like, yeah, if I talk too much about like my buddy Jake, just, <laughs> just like, or Monmouth, like just, just let me know. Right. Like, like I got, I started to get a little anxious about it. Cause I was like, <laughs> damn, I just started this whole new place. And all their thing is like, this dude really misses it, bro. Like he is. Well, well in my previous life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, prior to this institution. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, uh I think that's about all the time we have for this week's uh, episode of the Life Leadership and Laughs podcast. Uh but before we go, Max and I have a special announcement uh to uh anybody who uh uh loves our dynamic and is going to miss seeing it in Monmouth in person. Uh you can now soon, very soon, uh listen to it virtually. And so Max, <laughs> yeah, Max, tell them a little bit more. Sure. So um, for a low, low fee of free 99, you can download our podcast. Uh, it's not the, it's not the Jake show. And it's not the Max show. It's the Jake it's and the Max, Max show. Oh, oh. oh well, Max and it's okay. Max. Uh, Max. Uh, See, Max. I feel like J and M like flows a little better, a little bit better. <laughs> better than, than MJ. Or M and J, J and M. That sounds fancy. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that's true. That that is true. J and M. I think it's called the Max and Jake Show. Literally everywhere else, I have it right now. But well, we can change it. It's fine. That's, it'll uh, it'll buff out. It'll buff out. But regardless, either it's Jake first, Max second, Max first, Jake second. Uh, we do have a new show, and we would really love if uh, we're about to record our first episode if you could uh subscribe and you know leave us a review five star preferred yeah um help the show grow get some more visibility we really want to build a community where uh (laughs) (laughs) where we can have financial freedom uh and you know we can really start to take the show on a live, Freedom! <laughs> on a live uh live platform oh. and uh you know we just want to connect with other millennials uh in higher education and or 
uh, some boomers in higher education. Amen. So that we, or even, uh, you know, Gen Z, so that we can come to your campus and uh, speak live. And if you want to hear more, then it's uh, jakespeaks.org. Yep. And that will be a sponsor. Oh my God. It's, Uh, we're we're a package deal. That's right. Listeners, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, Remember that you can listen to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star rating, and write a review, and let me know what you think of the show. Don't forget to check out the up-and-coming Max and Jake show, available soon on all of your favorite podcast apps. If you want to learn more about my speaking and coaching adventures, you can tune in to my website, www.jakespeaks.org. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MC Leadership Guy. Until next time, take care.